Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Yeah, I love that. Everything that I'm doing. Well, th and that's just kind of like the basics. Now, there's a little bit more advanced, which I'm working on right now. And that's uh, running uh, cold traffic ads uh, with all the content that I'm getting, obviously, for, from that. Uh, but the way that I'm doing it is I'm running it all uh, to my store, my regular store, with the Google Tags Manager uh, attached. And then I have the pixel from every single social media site on there still this is brand new so i can't comment on what it works or not but i know for a fact people are killing it doing this and so every single time uh, anyone visits my store depending on where they go on the url or whatever they get pixeled and it is very tedious to set up but once you set it up it's it's good to go and then from there I, like let's say that they come and they visit my hydrolyte mango pineapple page this is what happens they get hit on facebook with a hydrolyte mango pineapple ad on Instagram, they get a story. Okay. So, and every single social, so Snapchat, Pinterest, LinkedIn, everywhere they go, they get an ad that is custom designed for that platform. It's native for that platform created simply for that platform for that single product. And, you know, obviously for every single one, I have multiple levels. So I have an unbo unboxing video. I have a testimonial video. This is like, kind of, I think the, the, the best, the, like the, the most holistic approach is because you're running insane amounts of, of traffic. As soon as it hits your, your store, you're now perfectly retargeting, retargeting, retargeting. And obviously you're going to keep, you know, split testing all different creatives. And, um, you know, eventually people will just see you so much. It, like, I want to be that kind of brand where dude, like, you know, I talked to my friend about electrolyte powder and now their ads are showing up everywhere. I clicked for a second and now it's everywhere. It's a, it's a Facebook, Snapchat when I walk in the street, like, you know, that's how I'm trying to be. So that's where I really think I can have a lot of success. Yeah, that's a great, uh, yeah, retarding is one of the, the least used things around. And uh, you mentioned another tool that a lot of people don't know about, which is Google Tag Manager, which if you don't know what that is, <clears throat> if you've done any conversion um, tracking, uh, you know, normally you have to go in and set each separate thing up on your website or your Shopify or wherever you're, you're you know, running ads to. Um, but with Google Tag Manager, you just drop the Google Tag Manager uh, code in there and then you add to Google Tag Manager. Um, and on there, it has some advanced stuff where you can say like, hey, only fire this pixel at this URL. Um, and only if it came from like this source or whatever, you can get really, really creative and really drill down um, in terms of Google Tag Manager. Um, you know, another service I haven't tried in a long time, but I knew that they used to do this was kind of the lazy man's version of what you're doing, Amina, is AdRoll, uh, where you can set a, their, their pixel and they'll go out and kind of ad, run ads like pretty much everywhere, the internet, you know, like they have deals with like Google, Facebook, all these different platforms, and then you can like retarget them pretty much no matter where they go. So that's interesting. Um, I haven't done that for years, but um, yeah. I haven't that, heard that, of them, but I'll look into them. Yeah, check it out, adroll.com. I think it's, uh, yeah, A-D-R-O-L-L.com. I think they have some new stuff, but um, yeah, it's fantastic. So, um, you know, one of the things that I love to talk about um, is a lot of people don't talk about is failure, right? Uh, everybody thinks, once again, that it's this like easy thing. You get into Amazon, you can do a few products and you're, you start making all this money. Uh, but a lot of people don't know, you know, people like you and I um, and a lot of people listening here, you know, 
spend hours and hours and hours working. You know, it's like a lot of people say like, oh, I want to ditch my nine to five and work less. But what they don't realize is when you own your own brand, you're probably working more. The difference is, is that you actually enjoy what you're working and you're building value uh, for yourself rather than your boss or the company that you work for. So tell people a little bit of kind of the struggles that you've had to go through, any products that you launched and, you know, just failed miserably. Um, you know, just, just, I would love to hear just kind of uh, some, some stories on some trials and tribulations that you had to go through. Absolutely. So uh, first thing is when I uh, created my first 100 units of Hydrolyte, it was in a bag. Um, I actually, as of today, all of my products are now in containers. I thought that people liked the bags, but um, I don't know. I'm rethinking things. Uh, anyway, so now I'm, I'm all in container, but the first 100 were in bags and uh, I never asked my manufacturer to do any inspection on them. And so he filled up the bags. Everything was good. Everything was golden. They went to Amazon and then people started ordering. Amazon took the bag, put it in a bubbler and put it on the car. As soon as it did that, the bag exploded. So the bag was not strong enough and I never did any drop test or anything like that. Ended up with 60 out of the hundred bags failing my first hundred units on Amazon. So, um, you know, that was a lesson, quick lesson learned on always inspect everything. So that was the first thing. Now, second thing is, uh, sodium bicarbonate. I believe there's two, two sources of sodium bicarbonate. Now, this is one of my like failures. There's two sources of sodium bicarbonate. One is a regular mineral, mineral source and one is a, a marine source. And so my manufacturer was getting the regular mineral, mineral source. We mixed, since I bought everything from him, I mixed it up, I drank it, everything was good. We're good to go, right? And then his manufacturer changed it to a marine source. Now, technically that's fine, right? Because you like, I mean, it's still sodium bicarbonate. You never specified that you don't want a marine source. So he obviously is not taste testing anything uh, because again, my quality control was only test this, 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 that, but it didn't have, you know, test it and leave it or whatever, you know? So what happened was all of a sudden I started getting negative reviews on Amazon. This tastes like fish. This is fishy. This is shrimp water. This is aquarium water. Uh, it tastes like uh, fish was in my cup. And I'm like, dude, what is going on? First, I was like, maybe it's my competitors. Then I'm like, no. Like, there's no way my competitor is going to attack me like that. And, you know, just FYI, guys, most likely if you think it's your competitors, it's not. It's just like nasty people out there. There's a lot of them. And, um, you know, so that kept happening. Eventually, I'm like, dude, like, what the hell is going on? My manufacturer is screwing me over. Um, but I went and I tested and all this stuff. And I literally did, okay, this, this, this ingredient and this ingredient, this and this, this and, this, and after so many iterations, and the crazy thing was I had a sample from someone from another company and it tasted perfect, but this one, it tasted like fish. And it turned out finally that, that, that one ingredient, like the problem was it wasn't that sodium bicarbonate. It was his sodium bicarbonate because it came from a different source. So when I would buy sodium bicarbonate online, it would taste normal. It would taste like salty. But when I bought it from him, finally, I said, dude, give me, put in a plastic sandwich bag one cup of every single ingredient zip it label it send it to me he did that finally after a, uh, like a whole weekend of experimenting i figured out that that was the issue so that was another failure obviously you can see how much my heart dropped when i had i i think i have like over 200 one star reviews on the hydroland flavor 1700 total reviews i'm four and a half star thank god so it's good but um you know dude trust me it was it was rough uh another thing was 
I skimped on my images. So uh, I went to a Fiverr guy. I, you know, I said, Hey, you know, here you go. I'm going to pay you this money to make um, uh, my listing images. And after I paid and everything, they came out horrible. And so, you know, lesson to everyone, do not skimp on your, uh, your listing images, please, you know, this use no limit creatives.com. This is not a plug or anything. I'm telling you, I've vetted so many people. This is probably one of the number one services that's made uh, the, unless you're going to buy uh, hire uh, someone in-house. Um, another thing, my first, uh, okay. Using friends and family. Here's the problem with using friends and family. You can see how passionate I'm about this. Number one, when you don't pay someone, okay, it's not, they don't give a fuck. Okay. They don't care because, uh, you didn't pay them. So they're, they're like, okay, I'll get it to you. Da, 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 da. Number two, do not hire friends and family hire the best person for the job. So heavily vet, you should have a criteria on what you're looking for. You should have an exact scope of work. You should have deliverables, expectations, timeline, schedule, values, breakdown, how you measure success, lay it all out, okay, in writing, and then make sure that you evaluate everyone equally and you at least get 10 different options and very, very objectively choose the best one, okay, based on your budget and, and everything. Trust me, if you use your friend for $50 or use a professional service for 200, you will spend more money using your friend um, and you will spend more time. I've done it so many times. So I failed so many times because of, I, you know, I used friends and family for stuff and that's failed me. Um, I launched Hydrolite Cherry Limeade and it failed. It got to three stars after so many people said this tastes bad. Uh, so that was my second product. It failed right away. Um, I, I then tried to uh, create the illusion of having a nice holistic brand. So I got, I launched collagen, glutamine, creatine, all three of them. I said, I'm going to do 150 units of each. It's going to make my brand look cool. Guess what? It did not make my brand look cool. It just didn't sell. And uh, that was like a $4,000 loss that I incurred. So, you know, there is just one failure after the next, really. Uh, the one the only thing that's changed is me. So I'm, I think I'm still, I'm experiencing the same amount of failures. Uh, obviously I'm never repeating the same mistake twice or else I'd be stupid. So I'm experiencing the same amount of failures. They're pro if anything, they're probably uh, getting like bigger, like bigger dollar amounts. However, my attitude is different. I'm way more resilient. I have much thicker skin. And so when these failures happen, I'm very non-emotional. This is what happened. This is the problem. This is the source of the problem. Just so we do a, a, you know, a root cause analysis to never have this issue happen again and resolve it. And then I take, what are my options? How can I, uh, you know, resolve this? Uh, let me talk to, you know, five people who I trust in my circle that, you know, are experienced. What's everyone's opinion? Let's lay it all out. What's the best course of action? Let's take it. Did I lose $10,000? Yes. Who cares? Well, like what am I now on the street starving? Did one of my children die? No. So it's cool. You know, don't, don't stress. You'll probably lose your health and, and more money stressing out about something than if you just said, okay, whatever, like it's a mistake and let's learn from it and, and move forward. So, um, am I making mistakes every single day? So much. I, sometimes I'm repeating some mistakes. And even though I said, you know, I never want to repeat the same mistake twice. You do. We're human. It, it's okay. But the number one thing is uh, me, I'm improving. I'm becoming more resilient. 
people experience burnout. I haven't experienced burnout in a while because, uh, you know, I started to understand how my, my body works and how my mind works. And I started working on optimizing my sleep and my training and my diet. And when I feel like, oh man, like, so, okay, sometimes I feel stressed. So I have this beautiful hack. This is what I do. Just everyone might think like, wow, these people are killing it or are like, uh, they have some advantage. I don't have any advantage. Trust me, I'm like a normal person. But here's my hack. I buy uh, these energy drinks. They're low calorie uh, and they taste really good. So I'll go in the morning. I'll drive to the plaza next to me. I'll have a coffee in the sun. That's about 30 minutes. I'll come back and I'll get these two energy drinks uh, so I can drink throughout the day. I'll drink them. And instead of working on, on stuff, I will like do emails and I'll do like certain things that are probably don't matter that much to the business. However, they make me feel like I'm not really working hard because they're like stupid, but it makes me feel like, wow, Mina, you accomplished a lot today. So I'm literally tricking myself. I know what, how to trick myself and I'm tricking myself. And then because I've had the energy drinks, I can now afford something a little bit more hearty of a meal in the evening. So I'll eat like something like maybe like a little bit of Indian food, reward myself by watching TV and falling asleep. And I wake up the next day and I'm like, dude, I feel like a million dollars, you know, because I did all of these things that are tricking me into feeling, feeling good and releasing all these happy hormones. So, you know, you just have to realize that outside is not going to change. Inside is what's going to change. And that's how, you, you know, people like that's why people think, oh, man, these people are killing it now. Nah. It's the same. What's happening to you is happening to me. I'm just reacting differently now. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I always use uh, Gary Vee as an example, right? Everyone always is like, wow, Gary Vee is smashing it. He's everywhere. He's, you know, he's a badass. You know, he just came up so quickly. But like, if you really look into his story, he's been doing this forever and ever and ever. And that's the other thing that I always, you know, want to remind people who, you know, we all go into the groups and see, you know, people who are, you know, failing. Oh, I did my first product. It failed miserably. You know, Amazon sucks. I want out. Um, and you know, it's just like anything you got to have the wherewithal to realize that, you know, 80, 20, right. If you launch, you know, 10 products, eight of the, eight of the 10 products are, might fail. Right. So, and then two of the products are going to be winners, but you can't look at the failure as, uh, something that's going to deter you. You got to look at it as a learning experience. Exactly. Like you said, but the other problem that a lot of people uh, fall into, especially me early on in my twenties, you know, I wish I would have read some of the books and known some of the things I know now in terms of processes. And, you know, there's so much information out there uh, now to help entrepreneurs kind of get to the next level and kind of guide their way. Um, Christina, when we had her on last time, she was saying how you're the master of uh, processes. And I'm always interested in how people are doing processes because I feel like if you get your processes dialed in, um, that's one of the most powerful uh, growth engines for your business because if it's a repeatable process that you can then hand to somebody else to offload it from you, then you can concentrate on the on the one thing or the few things that really makes your company money, right? So, um, you know, one of the one of my favorite books I've been talking about a lot lately is the One Thing, right? I've been really getting into that book, and I got my wife's in summer of 2019. It was a very big game changer for me. Yeah, because you know everyone's always trying to multitask and do a hundred things, but if you break it down and realize, okay, for my business today, like what is the one thing I can do today to like really make a big difference in my business? And my wife and I, you know, I got her to uh, listen to the book recently and she's a real estate agent so you know her whole thing is like 
yeah, my one thing is getting leads, right? Like the more people that I'm talking to, the more chances I have to buy and sell houses. So, you know, that I know that's breaking it down to be something really, really simple, but <clears throat> what are some of the things that you're doing in terms of processes to kind of help you uh, level up, uh, you know, your day-to-day -day in terms of uh, offloading work and, uh, and just getting your business to the next level? Okay, so I'll give you the, the full breakdown. Um, so first of all, every quarter or not every yeah every yeah every quarter every quarter i get this uh logbook and um it's just a night like an easy book uh that i write on and i will log every single task that i do hour by hour every single day there should be no minutes unaccounted for and i don't lump anything if i went to the bathroom i mentioned it everything and so after I do this for about a week uh, or sometime, I usually like shoot for two weeks because you can get a better idea. After that, I take everything and I, I put it all in one Excel spreadsheet. I'll go through and I prioritize. And after I prioritize, I'll then set the from highest sort from highest lowest uh, highest priority to lowest priority. I'll start with the lowest priority and I will create a standard operating procedure for those tasks working all the way up until the thing, you know, if there's something I feel like I can't let go of, I'll still create an SOP. I just won't, you know, publish it or anything like that. I'll create the standard operating procedure. It should be very, very, very simple, broken down to the smallest like robotic movement that any person from the street can follow it. And to accompany that, I created a training video of me doing it perfectly and explaining it so that if you replicated what's in that video, you literally just cloned me for that task. And then from there, I will then, I basically have a, a Google sheet. In the Google sheet, I have like a, you know, table of contents right at the beginning and one tab for every single uh, SOP. And so it's, I have all of my SOPs right there in one Google sheet, uh, you know, and you can go to the first tab table of contents, read all of it. They're all broken up by category. So, you know, sometimes it's easier for you to say, okay, you're looking for Amazon procedures. You're looking for social media procedures. You're looking for bank stuff. Uh, accounting, whatever. It's all broken up uh, pretty easy. Um, don't overthink it. If you don't know what category it goes in, just leave it in uncategorized. Uh, and then from there, you know, obviously that has a link to any of the SOPs and every single SOP has that step-by-step -step plus the training video. From there, uh, you know, I just go, if you haven't hired an employee, uh, this is, you know, create a, a job posting. Uh, in the job posting, what I would do is I would you know, create a small little, you know, test to make sure that they're paying attention and they're not just applying for anything. Uh, the, the way that I do it is I ask them uh, for a 60 second video about why they're good. Uh, they can record it on Loom. I ask them to write a, a paragraph for me about a certain very, very random thing that you can never rip off from the internet uh, to showcase how good they're in English. And I say, send an email to, I want to work for you. And then open brackets, owner of performance, not butter, which is my friend, Travis Marziani, which make, makes them have to look for it to find it. Then my job, once they apply and, and they're decent, uh, I then give them a test. So I don't care about resumes. I care about how well you do on this test. It's a fully recorded test. You have to screen record yourself doing it's a five to six tasks of what you will actually be doing for me. Most of the questions, there's no right answer. Uh, and it's, it's pretty difficult, but I want to see how resourceful you are. Uh, that's really, I, I care about your intelligence. I care about if you're lazy, if you're going to cut corners, whatever. Um, you know, so anyways, if you don't have an employee, hire that. Once I create my SOPs, everything is there. I literally just send a message to my employee and I say, please review SOP 
you know, 57. She goes, reviews SOP 57. I was like, okay, please do it and let me know when you're done. She does it, she says to me, okay, done. Any issues? No, no issues. It's everything is good. I'm like, okay, from now on, you're going to be doing this task. And then every single time she ever needs to refer back to it, uh, she can go quickly and refer back to it. Um, and then I have obviously a Trello board where uh, every single employee, there's a Trello board. And in that Trello board, there is uh, to do like uh, tasks that they need to do in progress, ready for review and completed. They're responsible for all of the different columns. So even if I reviewed something, they're responsible for moving it to completed. Every time I tell them to do something or assign them an SOP to train on, they add it into to do. And then every morning they're sending me a, a progress video uh, showing their face and the Trello board updating me on, Hey, I'm working on this. I'm working on that. This keeps me in the loop with them. And then, uh, the, every single employee has a checklist and the checklist is dated, you know, like uh, February 2nd uh, daily checklist. In that checklist, there's a, a list of every single thing that I want them to do every day or to at least check on every single day and any SOP associated with that. So um, it's very easy to build at the beginning. I'm like, you know, I want you to check uh, all like, let's say, check my Shopify store to see if there's any uh, any like uh, orders in limbo SOP, uh, you know, 87. Uh, uh, send messages to five influencers, SOP 34, so on and so forth. And they literally just have to go check, check the boxes and then they move it to ready for review. And then they do duplicate the, the checklist for the next day. And that's pretty much like my system for managing employees. Uh, you know, all of my SOPs are everywhere. The one thing that I'm implementing now, which is a, a level above that is everything generally has a flow. And so let's say for like uh, PPC, uh, I have a flow. So as soon as we create a new product, you're going to go do keyword research. Then you're going to go to do competitor and then you're going to do this and you're going to create a portfolio and then you're going to go launch the four auto campaigns and so on and so forth. So all of that is laid out and then it's on lucid chart, L U C I D chart.com. You can create a very nice flow chart and then every single flow chart can link to an SOP every single, sorry, um, piece of the flow chart can link to an SOP. So, I can walk them, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. So now my process is, is when I launch a new product, here's the overall process from creating the listing to creating the images to uh, this and that and, and getting a UPC code and all that stuff. And then all of these, you click on them and then they link you to an SOP. Or if they're like, I say, set up Amazon PPC campaigns, maybe that's a more complex one. So that links to another sheet, which has the full Amazon PPC flow and every single one of them has an SOP. So it's a very, very holistic approach to, uh, you know, uh, like how to create procedures and everything is centralized. Lucid chart, there's only one. Google Sheets, there's only one. All of the videos are recorded on a server in one folder and everything is central there. And I don't like to have everything. I like to be like, dude, here's the training. Anything that you need is there. You know, they're, they're, every person uh, in the system, in the business should have access to all of the systems. Yeah, I love that. Um, <clears throat> and I love how organized that is um, because I know that for me, um, you know, one of, one of the things for me is it took me a long time to really figure out, you know, there's so many different tools out there, you know, there's Trello, there's all, all these fine you know, things and it's use whatever, whatever works for you guys, but it's always great to hear feedback from people like me, you know, who are doing the actual day-to-day -day work, um, on how to set up your systems. I, I love Airtable. Um, that's where I landed and it, but it's very similar to a Google sheets and things like that. Um, 
and but just work, you know, you use what the skin the cat. Exactly. Use what works for you guys. Um, that being said, we're man, Mina, I felt like we just got here, but we, we would just went through a ton. So we're getting to the end here. What I always like to ask is, uh, you know, number one, let people know where they can find you if they want to reach out, uh, you know, and chat with you. And then uh, after that, I want to hear uh, kind of what you're into right now in terms of, you know, uh, any, any kind of new marketing that you're doing, I'd love to hear about, you know, like, uh, are you doing uh, clubhouse? Are you doing, uh, you know, you talked about a little about TikTok stuff like that. And then what are you reading or studying or listening to right now? I'd love to, to hear that, to, to see where people are, are kind of focusing on. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, Facebook, you can find me, Mina Elias, um, Instagram, it's at, uh, Egyptian underscore prescription underscore Elias. Um, I have a, a free PPC course uh, at the ppcuniversity.com. If you want to check that out, uh, all about PPC. Uh, what I'm getting into, so Neuro is my newest, newest project. So basically, this project is not just a supplement. What it is, is I uh, approached Sam or Brax and I said, dude, I want to create a, a series uh, where we showcase us launching a product from zero so many people talk about the supplement game and they're like, this is crazy, blah, blah, blah. How do you do it? And I said, listen, let's document everything step-by-step, step, showcase everything, keep it super transparent. And so, uh, you know, I want to show everyone how it's done and how, not how it's done, but how I do it personally and then and successfully. Or actually, you know, we don't know. It might fail. So uh, that's part of the drama. I love drama. <laughs> and then uh, just to, to push it a step further, we're going to launch the products on Kickstarter. And the reason is I don't want to hear excuses from people. I'm a very no excuses person. And, uh, you know, I want to show everyone that you don't need money to make money. Maybe it's going to cost us $2,000 on the Kickstarter, but then we're going to front like five, six, $7,000 to pay back the $2,000 that we put in that you can borrow from someone and then pay for the, for the, you know, production and everything. And so, and I told Sam, like, let's do this. So on top of that, I said, you know what's going to push it even a step further? Let's bring sponsors and, and use those sponsors to, to help us. So we got Getita, which is a, a you know FBA reimbursement uh, company. I, if you guys don't use Getita, you really need to get on Getita right now. We got Thrasio, billion-dollar Amazon acquisitions company. We got uh, Ping Pong Payments for international payments, stuff like that. Um, you know, We got a couple others, uh, Cellarize, Incrementum, uh, PicFu. And so we took all of that money and we said, we are going to bring the best of the best people to basically consult us on what to do for neuro that we're going to share with everyone. So, okay, inspections. How, what's the best way to do inspections from an inspection expert? Sourcing, what's the best way? Uh, how do we create a Kickstarter from someone who's done 4 million on Kickstarter? How, you know, like all of these things. So we're bringing everyone in. And on, on top of that, we're creating something called a playbook. Um, so if you want to get that, just go to the Brax FBA group. It's going to be there. But it basically, it's a step-by-step -step checklist of every Remind single it. thing that we are doing for the business with a video of me doing it with links to whatever shit that we used it, like literally i want to add so much value and the reason that i'm doing this uh, is not because i'm gonna get paid for it just so everyone is clear i want brand personal brand recognition uh aka like i want to become famous uh because like what logan paul is doing is basically this guy like he just got famous now he's getting paid three million four million for a, a boxing fight and he's launching any brand and it's making a lot of money that's kind of my goal too and the best way to, to do that and to become recognized i mean logan paul did it by you know making people laugh i want to do it by adding value to people so that's the even exchange 
my name gets known. I can do that shit. I can launch supplements and they're going to kill it. Uh, I have no interest in like, you know, courses and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know, I, whatever. But also at the same time, I feel like there's a lot of people trying to take advantage of you. And so I feel like if you have knowledge, uh, it's your obligation. Uh, and also it's an act of service. And I, that's one thing I was just talking to my mom about. And, uh, you know, I, I'm really big on like trying to give back. And uh, traditionally, it's always been like acts of services, go help the poor people and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, uh, soup kitchens. But I'm like, dude, come on, like I can help so many other people as well. Like, you know, maybe someone's struggling, uh, you know, at home and and I give them like all, all of this value and now they have a better life or, may, you know, whatever. Uh, so I don't think that acts of service like there's plenty of people who can do acts of service soup kitchen and stuff like that but for me i can do other things too so i was just talking to my mom and i think like that's what where i'm gonna go more towards is that is is using what god gave me as a gift which is like this business systems and all of this stuff and having the balls to like go launch supplements and not care if anything happens and show everyone and uh you know and hopefully help someone else so that's kind of like what i'm getting into uh next uh books do you want to say something andy or go into books no, no, I was just going to say, no, I love that. And that's, you know, uh, we always tell people like, that's one of the reasons why we did this podcast, right? Because if you go, if you go out right now, there's people charging thousands of dollars for the stuff that we give on this podcast for free. Yeah. And it's the old adage, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, give a man fish, he'll eat for a day, teach a man to fish, he'll eat forever, right? So yeah. that's kind of our, our adage as well is, you know, we're trying to teach people here to, um, you know, ditch their day jobs or, you know, follow their dreams. But I'm, I think I'm also more of a realist, you know, I'm not always like, you know, blowing the FBA. I'm not on the FBA fan team, right? Like I call out Amazon. I tell people how much of a struggle it is, how much struggles I've had with Amazon, because I want people to know the real story in terms of it is a struggle. Um, you know, it's not going to be easy. You might luck into a, a unique product and it might be super easy for you for the first year or two, uh, but then Amazon, you know, will pass, you know, will, will come down with a new, you know, thing yeah, where you have to down with this new uh, supplement uh, regulation where, dude, I literally spent two days nonstop. Uh, I got a quote from every single ISO certified lab in the entire country to certify my products ASAP because they just said, hey, we're going to take your products down if you don't have the certification. And I'm like, this is part of the game, guys. It's part of yep. the game. If you yep. think. You lucked out, Andy. You know, people like Andy, they were lucky. For some reason, uh, you know, God loves them and they found about Amazon in 2012 and shit. But for most people in the regular world that are successful, they started, you know, in, in a normal level playing field. So don't like don't chase the opportunity. Just, you know, find something that you love and do it and get super good at it and add value to people. And you're, you're going to make money like you. It's literally you get compensated based on how much you're making people's lives better. It's that simple. Now, if you want to try do some quick hacks and tricks and, you know, go around it and shortcut is going to be short term gain in the long term. Nothing like that is ever going to last. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, that that's one of the main, <clears throat> main reasons why I've shared that. And, and to know that, you know, that the people who are continuing, continually being successful on Amazon are the ones that I always say, my, my dad said in life, there's, you know, there's always the things you want to do, but then there's always a shit sandwich involved, meaning like, you know, no matter what job you do, no matter what, there's always going to be stuff that you hate to do that you have to push through that you have to persevere with. 
uh, because it's it's never going to be puppy dogs and ice cream, right? There's always going to be trials and tribulations. So and how the you more that you can eat that shit sandwich, the more successful you can be. And those absolutely are the, are the most successful. They're they're the ones that like look at all the dirty, nasty shit and go right through it, no problem. And yep. I, like I've seen that like very clearly. I see some successful people, and they're like, yeah, I had to do this, 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 and I'm like, holy shit! Like this person is not successful from because of an opportunity or something. Is he like this person has a very high like shit sandwich tolerance. And that's why, you know, they're successful. Yeah, absolutely. And, and in my 20s, when I was single, you know, I'd, I'd see all my buddies go out drinking at night and I'd be in work and, you know, I'd be coding or I'd be do, working on my marketing or I'd be building apps or whatever it was in my 20s. And, you know, I, I always worked two or more jobs, uh, you know, in, until I finally started my Amazon stuff. And then I put uh, I did that and then my uh, my software. But um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, people, is, you know, if you're going to sit on the couch every night and watch Netflix for four hours, you know, it's going to be really hard for you to surpass uh, guys like Mina who are up all nights, you know, really yeah, concentrating I, I said, on their business. Worry. My, my sleep is optimized. I have a whoop. I have three coaches that are on me 24 seven. If I ever, my performance, my sleep uh, starts going down, they're like, yo, what's going on? Why aren't you sleeping on time? So, <laughs> no, I, you know, the accountability, you don't need to, to be up all night, but sometimes like shit gets tough. And you need, like, for example, there was a time where, uh, uh, like, uh, for Neuro recently, where I had to do China stuff. So I had to change some shit and I had to be up every day till like midnight because, you know, I need to communicate with China. I had to, you know, so it's like, it's not favorable. I wake up at 5.30 in the morning, but sometimes you deal with it. And uh, also, I'm very intentional with what I do and utilize my time very efficiently. There is no time wasted in my day. Like, uh, I barely think I barely have any, like everything is kind of like organized and you know, it's from this to this, to this, to this, to this, and everything's planned out. And because everything is planned out, I get to do everything. I get to play tennis. I get to go eat. Uh, I just started a food review TikTok called Mina the foodie. So I'm going to review restaurants. I get to do everything, but it's all because I utilize my time effectively. There is nothing wasted. Anything that I need to get done is scheduled and planned, and, and that's pretty much it. So it, you can you can do it. It's just it's not going to be like, you know, la, 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 do whatever you want. You, you just have to intentionally do everything. Yeah, absolutely. Work, work smart, not hard. But when you do need to work hard, that's when you have to put it, put in the time when those, when those hurdles come up. Absolutely agree. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, the one, the, everybody that joined us live here in the zoom. I love that. Um, I can, I, I actually, normally I stay for like 15 minutes, me and, and answer questions, but I got to bounce here pretty quick. If you want to hang for like five minutes and see if we have any questions, yeah. um, really quick. Uh, but before I do that, I'm going to end the podcast. Cause as you guys know, we don't put these question and answers on the podcast. You got to join us live. So roundtable.com forward slash live 1 p.m. Pacific time on Tuesdays, guys. If you haven't joined us live yet, please do so. We love to have you guys in here live. And we'll see you guys next time on the Cell Roundtable. Thank you so much for being on. Thanks, Mina. Thank you. Every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, SellerSEO.com and AmazingAtHome.com.